Good morning, everyone, and welcome back. It is the 22nd episode of Actually You Can, and I'm your host, Stephanie Fabre. Welcome back. Happy Monday. I hope you're having an amazing week thus far. Y'all, I'm not even going to waste any time today because this episode is about to be so good. But before we dive into today's content, if you are not yet following this episode on Spotify, go ahead and click that follow button right now. It takes two seconds and I really appreciate all of your support. This community means the absolute world to me and I have been thinking so much about what is the next step? What does the next step look like for us to continually grow as a community together? And what does that look like away from the podcast? So I have some stuff up my sleeve that I've been really thinking so hard about. And I just want to say, stick around. Because if you do relate to these topics and you are on your growth journey, I think you're going to appreciate what I'm thinking about so much. That being said, if you do not yet follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is at Steph Fabry, S-T-E-P-H-F-A-B-R-Y. I'm very active on there with reels and stories. And also on TikTok, at Stephanie Fabry, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-F-A-B-R-Y. Now back to today's episode. This episode today is all about self-discovery. I'll be talking about my self-discovery journey and also finding and expressing your true authentic self, which can feel so daunting sometimes, especially in today's world with social media and how people can so easily judge one another. So we'll be talking about that today as well. I want to kick off this episode by mentioning this one thing that I talked about on my Instagram stories a few weeks ago. Do not be afraid to reinvent yourself as many times as you want or need to in order to realign or just align in general with the most authentic version of you, your most authentic self. Society wants to give us a box and stick us in that box and say, hey, here's your box. You're not gonna leave that box because this is you. I'm defining you as this singular box. For the past few years of my life, I have directly experienced this. And what I say to that is, fuck that. Go get as many boxes as you want to create who you feel like expresses you the most, because you are not defined to one singular box. Humans are not one-dimensional beings. We are multi-dimensional which means that we can be complex, we can be multi-passionate, and that is normal. It is not normal for us to be defined as one thing, and oftentimes this means a career path. If you're a nurse, that's it, you're a nurse. If you're a photographer, that is it. We want you to be just a photographer. If you're a lawyer, nope, you can't do anything else, you have to just be a lawyer. For the past few years of my life, I have discovered so much about myself. And the number one thing that I've learned is that I'm a very multi-passionate person. I am not defined to one thing, which is the reason why I'm a certified personal trainer. I was also a photographer. I also ran a social media agency. I'm also a content creator. I'm also a model. I'm also a freelance strategist. I'm a million different things because I can and I will be. I have chosen that I want to explore as many sides to me as possible because truly my number one fear is looking back one day and saying, damn, I really wish I would have explored more about me. I also posted this to my Instagram story the other day, but I want to read it. And I wrote, I was thinking today about finding yourself and what that entails. I think we are put on this earth surrounded by circumstances that don't necessarily feel right to us at our core. Our job is to navigate out of that tangled web to find our truest self through time, experience, and a lot of change, which I think is a big reason why I feel most at home in LA, but have lived all across the country. 
We are placed here to figure shit out and keep discovering ourselves and living out our soul's purpose. Change is inevitable and you need change in order to discover your most authentic self. Without it, you'll never find what was meant for you here. This is why I talk about getting outside your damn comfort zone. If you are truly committed to self-discovery, in my opinion, there is absolutely no way that you can discover all these amazing sides to you and find your most authentic self by staying in the same environment, doing the same thing every single day. And I'm the first one who can raise my hand and say, damn, that was my life for the past few months because truly once I get in a routine, I just go, go, go. And I talk about feeling uncomfortable. I talk about feeling suffocated for the past few weeks. This is why my angels were literally pushing me and saying, hey, something needs to change. You need to figure shit out. A big change is coming. New beginnings are coming, but you need to figure that out. You need to put yourself in a new environment. You need to change things up to get to the next chapter. If you're currently feeling stuck, this is a really great sign that something new is around the corner for you. And that might just mean you need to shake it up a little bit. Self-discovery could simply mean looking at your daily schedule, looking at your daily routine and doing the exact opposite of it. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, like why would I do that if I like my current routine? But just see how it makes you feel. Do something completely different that you have never done before in your day. If you have never taken a break throughout your day to go to the bookstore and just grab a book and go to the park and read it for a few hours, go do that. I am urging you because that is what I did last May and I picked, oh my God, it's 1010. <laughs> I swear you guys, I swear. This shit happens all the time when I'm recording. <laughs> Last May, I went to a bookstore during summer and I felt so stuck and I didn't know which way to turn in my life. And at the time, I was stressing out what was next for me that I probably would have scheduled a few different things in my day just to get things moving forward and to take action. But I decided to stop and to do the exact opposite of running a million miles per hour that day. And I think honestly, I was probably unemployed during this time. I was just like trying to get things moving again. Instead, I went to the bookstore, I grabbed a book about angel numbers. Yes, how ironic. I went to a park and I just sat there and I read for a few hours. That was exactly what I needed. I did the opposite of my normal routine and it actually benefited me and I learned something new about myself. I learned that I can and I will communicate with my angels through angel numbers. I learned more about my spirituality in that moment, but I would never have done that if I didn't look at my daily routine and say, hey, something needs to change because right now I feel so stuck and I am just yearning to learn more about myself, but also what's next for me in my life. So we talk about all these different sides to me, being a very multi-passionate person. But I also want to touch on mental health because mental health plays a big role in my creativity. In the last episode, I talked a bunch about the slump I was recently in. I'm finally exiting out of that a little bit. And the number one thing that I have learned from the past few weeks to the past two months even is that when I'm feeling depressed, when I'm feeling anxious, one of the best outlets, if not the best outlet for me to release those emotions instead of suppressing them. And I really think I was suppressing some of those emotions for the past few weeks because often when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling depressed and I have a busy schedule, I often say, you know what? I don't have time for this. But as we've mentioned, I can't just keep leaving it to therapy. I have to notice and acknowledge those emotions in that moment and just feel them. 
And for the past few weeks during that slump, I was not feeling creatively inspired. Isn't that ironic though? Because my outlet from feeling those emotions should be creativity. And it wasn't. And the moment that I switched that around and started to prioritize those creative outlets for me, which are modeling, social media videos, acting, etc., even photography, the littlest of things, writing. Writing is a big one for me. I majored in journalism. I love reading poetry. I love writing poetry. For example, one day last week, I had my journal open and I was like, you know what? Instead of just journaling today, I'm going to flip things around and I'm going to write a poem. And I'm just going to start writing and just whatever comes to me artistically, I'm just going to let it flow because that is how I'm going to release these current emotions that I'm feeling. And I say this because if you also struggle with mental health, think about creativity. How can you allow creativity to actually help you on your mental health journey and in that moment? Because it is such a big outlet and I think we oftentimes forget about it. And as I was outlining my 2020, 2021, 2022 self-discovery journey, that was a big part of my 2022 self-discovery journey thus far, is acknowledging that creative side to the fullest extent. For me, 2020 and 2021 was so much more about that strategic side to me, that entrepreneurial side, you know, running the social media agency, really getting my freelance business off the ground. And 2022 for me is really just about embracing that creative side, because I think that's the one side to me that is truly untapped right now. Like there's so much potential for me to just release so much creativity. And I have not given myself that time or space to do so yet. I think this goes for anyone who may work a nine to five or just works a really busy schedule in general that doesn't involve creativity because although if you are a more strategic person or you just don't have a career path that is creative, that doesn't mean you can't be a creative person. You might just express that in a much different way. And I want you to know that that's okay. Because if you're in finance, if you're in accounting, you are still a creative person by however you want to define that as. Truly, I'm just so sick of society trying to tell us who we should be. I have learned the hard way over the past two years to make it such a point to people when I first meet them that I am a multi-passionate person instead of hiding it. Because when I was a social media agency owner, I was afraid to tell people that I'm also very creative, also this and I'm also that, because all people wanted to see me as was a social media agency owner. Well, guess what? That isn't just me. And if you're listening right now and you're thinking about something inside your head, you're like, oh yeah, I do this for a living, but I'm also really interested in all these different things. But I don't know if I can pursue that because everyone sees me as this one specific thing and I'm already defined as that. This is your sign right now to listen to your intuition and explore those other passions because I can promise you those people's opinions simply don't matter. And also... Who doesn't love a well-rounded person? Someone who's experienced so many different things. I think those people are such a breath of fresh air. When I meet people and they tell me all these different things that they've done in their lifetime, those people inspire me because that makes me want to go explore the world for myself and take ownership for who I am as a person because right now there are so many different sides to me that still have yet to be unlocked. And I kind of see myself as a bunch of different pieces that make up one person, one body, one spirit. 
And for me, I kind of just view those as having little locks on them or if they're unlocked, like, okay, I unlocked that potential. I'm pursuing that or that's still unlocked. And I have no idea what that even is yet, but I feel like intuitively I should explore that. I just got so sidetracked, but going back to my Instagram story and what I wrote about navigating out of that tangled web to find our truest self through time, experience, and a lot of change. I really think that we are put here specifically with circumstances that we don't feel like aligns with us because that's life. Our job here is truly to find ourselves and we're not gonna do that by exploring one thing for the rest of our lives. That's why I say we're multidimensional because I just don't think that we're meant to pursue or just be passionate about one thing our entire life. So you might be asking yourself, how did you explore all these different sides to you thus far? And how do you continue doing that moving forward? And for me, it's really just by being inspired by my community, by people I talk to, by books. It truly is sourced from inspiration. And part of that inspiration, you do have to put yourself out there. You do have to go pick up that book. You do have to interact with your community. And this is why I say getting outside your comfort zone is so important because that is how you discover yourself. I don't think inspiration always comes from within. I think our environment, our community plays such a big role in this, which is the reason why I'm not the only person on this planet. It is the reason why we are all here together to learn from one another. Going back to that earlier episode, that doesn't mean asking people for advice about what you should do in your life. Instead, if you are a part of a few different communities or if you have a friend, that one friend who does it all and you're like, dang, how does that person do it all? Is there something that this person does that you're remotely interested in? If yes, go explore it, go pursue it without hesitation because I can promise you the only way you're going to discover yourself and be a part of the self-discovery journey is by putting yourself out there. If you have that intuitive feeling, like you should explore X, Y, or Z, or whatever it is, you need to listen to that feeling. And once again, a little tiny voice in your head is probably like, oh, like you should do this. <laughs> listen to that voice. Because recently I started pursuing something and it has taken me the past six months to actually invest in this one thing. The reason why I kept putting it off is because I was scared. Am I good enough? Is this meant for me? I'm fearful. What if it doesn't work out the way I'm hoping it works out? Who gives a fuck, truly? Because we're all here just trying to figure shit out. And I am no longer going to live in fear at all. And I know we're human, but if I'm really committed to self-discovery in my growth journey, I'm not going to live in fear. I'm gonna put myself out there. And if it doesn't work out, dang, it didn't work out. But guess what? I learned something new about myself. I can check that off the list. As a little exercise, I want you to take a sheet of paper out and I want you to write five different bullet points out without thinking at all. I think this is gonna be a little bit of your subconscious mind speaking. As quick as you can, write down five different things that you're interested in pursuing five different passions, even career paths, or just things that you would like to do throughout your day that you're currently not doing. You don't even have to be 100% certain about these things. Just write them as quick as you can without even thinking about them because that's gonna be your subconscious mind really telling you what you're actually interested in, but you're not actually admitting it to yourself yet. 
I really do think that fear and the fear of being judged or the fear of rejection or whatever it might be keeps us from pursuing and going after all of these different passions that we're interested in. And we're not sure if they're actually meant for us, but we're still wanting to pursue them and just see where they go. If the fear of being judged by others is something that is on your mind, I want to give you a little peace of mind with my modeling journey. Ever since college, I have been heavily into the world of marketing and social media as my freelance job in the social media agency world. And leading up to modeling, I had no prior experience in modeling at all. I didn't know what a digital was. I didn't feel comfortable in front of the camera yet. I didn't know different poses. There's so much that goes into modeling that I think people don't often realize or give credit to models for everything that they truly have to work for. It does not just happen overnight. And I am most definitely still in the learning phase. I've only been modeling for a little over a year now. But the point being, when I first decided to tell people that I was really interested in modeling, there was such a fear in the back of my mind of people saying, why would you do that? Why would you decide to model when you have this social media agency? Everyone wanted to put me in that box of being just an entrepreneur, just a social media agency owner. So when I told people about modeling, yes, there was such a fear in my mind that I wasn't going to be enough, that I wasn't going to be good enough, that everything leading up in my life I had to work for and I knew that I would have to work for this as well. I often thought, would people reject the idea of me being a model before I even became a successful model? And the more I kept thinking that, I kept realizing that that is just such bullshit. Why do I care about what people think about my success as a model? Why am I allowing these people to decide my fate and my future? Because I create my own reality is the reason why I have a tattoo on my right forearm. I create it, no one else does. So when you are trying something new, when you are putting yourself out there, what I want you to know and to realize is that yes, people are going to see the unpolished, the raw, the real moments to your journey. But the number one thing that I have learned thus far is that when I was posting all these moments on social media a year ago about my self-discovery journey and all these new things that I was exploring about myself, a lot of people, I'm sure, were confused and a lot of people did express it. They're like, hey, like, is everything okay? You seem to be like jumping around from different thing to different thing and posting about it. It is so ironic because those people today reach out to me and say, wow, you have built such an amazing community on here. And you know why? It's because I had to go through trial and error and figure out which content on social media really speaks to me and resonates with me. And it led me here to this podcast community to talk about these topics of self-improvement, growth, mental health, self-reliance, all of the amazing things that we talk about on this podcast. It took me so much trial and error to get here. And I'm so grateful that I went through all those ups and downs in my social media journey thus far, because if someone doesn't treat you with respect as a human being at your lowest or just in general, when you're trying to figure shit out on your growth journey and your self-discovery journey, they definitely do not deserve access to you when you are succeeding. And most recently, I've had a lot of people circle back around and do a 180 on my social media and come back and say, oh, you know what? I actually think you're doing so well now. And this is about respecting all stages of the growth journey, respecting all stages of the self-discovery journey, because shit is not going to look pretty. 
For example, last year on my Instagram, I really thought I wanted to be a fashion influencer. I thought that was what was speaking to me at the moment. And what I realized is that every single time I went out to shoot content for it, I just felt so uncomfortable at all times. I truly felt intuitively that that was not supposed to be the content that I was producing. And I kept trying for a few months to see if that intuitive feeling would go away, but it didn't. And that is the reason why I just completely stopped. I'm sure people on my Instagram were like, okay, what the heck? Like she was going all out with this type of content and then she just completely stopped. And in my eyes, that's okay. If something doesn't align with you anymore, you don't have to continue doing that at all. It is your life. You have the steering wheel to your own life. At the end of the day, you do not owe an explanation to absolutely anyone for what you do and why you're doing it. If it doesn't align with you and what you feel like your purpose is on this earth, now you know. If it doesn't resonate with you like we talk about all the time, leave it behind. You're on to the next and you can check it off the list. Do not let the fear of being judged hold you back any longer for pursuing anything that you're remotely interested in. Because I'm telling you, you have to listen to those intuitive voices, to that intuitive feeling that is just trying to scream out to you and say, hey, we're here. Pursue me, pursue me. For me, a big way to get in touch with my intuition is through meditation, is through journaling. Getting all of my thoughts on paper and really getting clear with how I'm feeling in that moment. Also for me, getting in touch with my intuition is really acknowledging energy, energy of people, energy of a space. Really in general, if that energy does not match mine, if I enter a room and I just feel like, oof, bad vibes are here. <laughs> I don't continue to put myself in that space. It's the same thing when you're pursuing new passions. If you get that really awful feeling, and it's not like a butterfly's like nervous feeling. It's like a really awful bad butterflies feeling about something. That's your intuition telling you like, hey, this might not be aligned with you, but at least we tried anyways. I'm sure there's a bunch of more resources of how to get in touch with your intuition through books and I really encourage you to dive deeper into those. Right now I am reading a book. Let me go grab it because I think a bunch of you have been asking for more books. Okay, so there are two books I'm reading right now. The first one is Anatomy of the Spirit, The Seven Stages of Power and Healing by Caroline Miss. And the second book is Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. I haven't truthfully gotten through either of them to actually tell you if they are about intuition or not or self-discovery, but those are the two books that I'm reading right now in case you're curious. I was about to conclude this episode, but truthfully, intuitively, I was just feeling like there was something else I needed to say. And I realized that I wanted to mention that after you have been doing all this self-discovery, for me, the last part of it truly is embracing your most authentic self. And I know that can be so hard sometimes when social media, like I talked about, wants to put us in a box or you're doing something different. And sometimes people don't like different because that might make them feel uncomfortable because they haven't experienced that for themselves. The number one thing I've learned about how to embrace my authentic self is to shift the focus away from everyone else and back to me. And I talk about this all the time, but it's so true. When you walk in a room full of people, I'm not looking at them. I'm thinking about why am I there? 
I'm thinking about what I have to get done. What is the reason why I'm in that room? I'm thinking about being confident and embracing who I am. And on those days that I don't feel confident, because yes, I am human too. I listened to, I think it was a video on Instagram Reels, and this person was talking about the best outfit that you can wear in a room full of people is your confidence. And that made me realize so much about myself. It's so easy to allow fashion, to allow outfits to define our confidence, but confidence comes from within. Truthfully, if you can walk in a room full of people wearing your sweatpants and sweatshirt and exude the most confident energy there, I think that's fucking awesome. Because truthfully, there's no outfit like confidence. And that takes a lot of the inner work. That takes a lot of self-love. And we're human. So yeah, it does take a lot of work. Do the damn work though. Do the damn self-love if you want to increase confidence. You really have to look at yourself in the mirror and you have to love yourself unconditionally. Easier said than done though. Trust me. There are definitely days when I look in the mirror and I'm struggling to love myself unconditionally. But the more that we can practice that and say our affirmations and be reminded about our uniqueness because our uniqueness is our power. What makes us different is our power. It's the reason why we're here. It is the reason why there's no one else in the entire world that is us. Because I am special and you are special and I'm unique and you are unique. And I appreciate how I'm different from you and how you're different from me. No one is meant to be the same. And that is how we learn from each other as a community. And now that is it for today's episode. Thank you all for tuning in and taking time out of your busy days to listen to this podcast episode. Go ahead and click that follow button and turn on those notifications if you have not yet done that already. And I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week. Go have a kick-ass Monday. I'll see you all next Monday.